Hey everyone, I'm Ashes. And I'm Will. And, and this, this is, is Ashes, Ashes and Will, Will Do Disney. Disney. Each week, one of us will tell the other the history, facts, and stories behind the rides and attractions of Disney that have made special memories for generations. Keep in mind that Ashes and Will Do Disney is not affiliated with or employed by the Walt Disney Company, and our views and opinions do not reflect theirs. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and put on your ears, because it's time for Ashes and Will Do Disney. Well, hello, everybody. It is Will back this week with another mini episode. Reason we are doing a mini episode is I just got back from Disneyland and Disney California Adventure, did my solo trip, and flew out very early on Thursday morning, got up about 3 a.m. Mountain Time. That was a lot of fun. But then spent my afternoon on Thursday at Downtown Disney walking around the shops there, found a really cool Haunted Mansion jacket for myself. And then on Friday, I spent the day at Disneyland, where I did some things that I hadn't done before. So I got to do Star Wars Rise of the Resistance and also did Star Tours. So now I've officially done all three Star Wars rides. Rise of the Resistance, I actually had a lot of fun with. It's actually very immersive, I guess, where you have to do several things and pretty interactive. And Star Tours, I can't believe I've never done before for... The third time going to Disneyland, why I haven't done that. I actually walked right onto that ride, so should have done it in the past, but oh well. Got to do it now. Did the Matterhorn bobsleds, walked through the Sleeping Beauty Castle. I'd never done that before. So yeah, I got to do some fun things there that I'd never gotten a chance to do in my previous trips between Disneyland parks or Disney World parks. But the main thing I wanted to focus on for this mini episode was the Avengers Campus. So this is going to be a review of Avengers Campus and Disney California Adventure Park. And in the moments while I was in the park, I wasn't really noticing it, but I did kind of get to a point where I realized I kept going back to Avengers Campus. So I started my day there, and then I'd go do something else, and then I'd kind of end up back there, and I'd try and go do some other things, but I kept finding myself wanting to go back to Avengers Campus, and what really made me notice that that's what I was doing was I thought I was all done at DCA for the day, used my park hopper, popped back over to Disneyland, and it was a Saturday afternoon, so it was really busy. All the rides were super long waits at that point, but I still went and did a couple things, Uh, Popped onto a couple little rides real fast and decided, okay, I'm going to close my day out with Haunted Mansion. And I was standing in the Haunted Mansion line, which was about a 40-minute wait, and I was about halfway through when I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to do Haunted Mansion one more time, and then I'm actually going to pop back over to DCA so I can go back to Avengers Campus one more time before the day is done. So wanted to talk about some of the things that are in that park, and specifically that section, And just why I really liked it. So I got to Disney California Adventure, DCA, at about 8.30 in the morning. And it's amazing when you go to the parks without your kids and you can get up super early and it doesn't take you as long to get ready or get your stuff together. You get to the parks a lot earlier. So I got there about 8.30, which was about a half hour after the park opened. 
And so I, while I was standing in line to get inside the park, I pulled up the Disneyland app so I could check out the tip board. The tip board is basically what shows you standby wait times for the rides and also shows you when the next lightning lane passes. And I didn't do Genie Plus or anything. It was just me. So I was just looking at standby wait times. And I noticed that the Spider-Man Web Slingers ride was only a 70-minute wait, which I thought typically that'd be kind of long. And if I had my kids with me, I probably wouldn't do it. But just by myself, I can handle a 70-minute wait. And I had already planned on going directly in and going to Avengers Campus to see what was there. So I walked into the park and made that beeline directly for the Avengers Campus and hopped in line for Web Slingers. Now, I didn't realize there is a single rider line. So if you are going by yourself or you're okay not riding with your friends or family, there is a single rider line for Web Slingers. Now, the premise behind Web Slingers is that there's an open house at Web the Worldwide Engineering Brigade. And Peter Parker is the project lead. It's also got Doreen Green, who is also known as Squirrel Girl in the Marvel Universe. It has bios of Harley Keener, who's the kid that met Iron Man and Iron Man 3, and it even says in his bio that he had a chance meeting with Iron Man, and that inspired him to get into engineering and inventing. And so with that, what Peter Parker is doing is he's got two main inventions there. And we're all under the assumption that Peter Parker is not Spider-Man. But one of the invention is he has spider bots that are using nanotech and they can self-replicate. And he also has the web slingers technology, which is a vehicle that allows you to shoot webs like Spider-Man. You go in there, it's an open house, and Peter Parker comes out and he's getting ready to tell you everything about the new tech. And then his spider bots go into self-replicating mode and it won't turn off. So then the premise behind that is they keep going, they keep going. There's an estimate that if they keep going at the rate they're going, they're going to overtake the whole Avengers campus. So Spider-Man asks you to get into the web slinger vehicle and help you stop all the spider bots from getting out of control. Open house is over, no more demonstration. Now you get to go in and field test the technology, essentially. You put on your 3D glasses, you get in a car with three other people, and it motion senses your arms, and then you move your arms back and forth as if you were shooting webs, and each person in the car has their own web color. So that way you can see which webs you're shooting, which spider bots you hit, and you get your own individual score plus a team score. So this ride is actually a game and basically you're going through, helping shoot the spider bots down with the web fluid that Peter Parker has created to replicate that of Spider-Man. It's a game. You get your own score, get a team score. It shows leaderboards when you get out of the ride. I ended up riding this thing three times. I ended up having a lot of fun with it. I feel like my kids would love it. So I feel like if you're a fan of Marvel, even if you're not a fan of Marvel or a fan of Spider-Man, this ride was just really fun for the sake of going to play a game on a ride. It kind of has that Toy Story Midway Mania feel where you got to put the 3D glasses on and you're shooting different things, but instead of having a physical gun in front of you where you pull the string to shoot the plates or the balloons or whatever in Toy Story, it's just your hands and it's picking up the motion sensor and it shows the webs come from where your hands are. Really fun ride. One thing I do want to bring up 
about this ride because this is where I experienced it the couple times I did it. As I mentioned, there is a single rider line. Single rider means you are okay not riding with your friends if you're not actually a single rider or you're okay not riding with your family. Anyone can get in the single rider line, but what you're saying is you are okay being separated from your group. Does get you on the ride a little bit faster. First time I rode single rider line, which was the second time I rode, get down to the single rider spot where they're basically using you to fill gaps. Like I said, the vehicles fit four people. So if there's a group of three in the standby line or the lightning lane, they'll pull a single rider in to fill that gap. So as they are filling in single rider gaps, someone behind me realizes, oh, they just put us on one at a time with other people. So this person behind me leans in and asks the cast member who's running the single rider line, hey, my family has a group of four people. Can you make sure all four of us get on the same ride? Cast member told her, absolutely not. If you want to stay with your family, exit and go get in the standby line. So that's one time that this happened. The next time, which was the last time I rode it, I'm getting in that single rider line again. And they bring in 10 single riders at a time. So they bring in some lightning lane people, they bring in some standby people, and then they shuffle in 10 single riders, probably every other group. And they were bringing people in and they cut it off at the 10 mark. And one guy was trying to walk in cast member said, Nope, you got to hold up right here. He said, but Hey, I'm with them. And the cast member said, you're in the single rider line. You're not with anybody. So not that I have to tell our listeners this, you all are much brighter than that. And a little bit more clever to understand this, that single rider is not a cheat code to come to the front of the line with your family and friends. It is you getting on the ride faster, but also saying you are okay being separated. So don't get in the single rider line with all your family and friends and then say, hey, I'm with them. Make sure we all get together because that's not going to happen in a single rider line. Anyways, other fun things that happen at Avengers Campus. After I did Web Slingers the first time, I looked at the tip board again and saw that there was the Spider-Man stunt show coming up in just a few minutes. And that happens pretty much right on top of the Web Slingers ride. And Spider-Man comes out, welcomes you all to the Avengers campus, and basically what he is doing is testing out a new suit that Tony Stark made him. And it's real quick. It's probably about a five to seven minute show. It's more so an introduction for the character meet and greet with Spider-Man. So he does a couple things. There was a point where he's like, hey, welcome to Avengers campus. Watch this. And he starts kind of rolling around on some of the boxes that are stacked up there and crates that are stacked up. And then he does a backflip. Not going to lie, it kind of reminded me of that episode of The Office where Michael and some of the other people were running around going parkour, just very sloppily doing somersaults on the furniture. Still a fun little ride, but then he says he's going to test out the altitude for the suit and he just needs something to swing from. And at this point he goes behind and then you see Spider-Man come swinging through and then he releases, does a really big backflip and lands on the roof of the building. At this point, it's, and a spoiler here, this is behind the magic a little bit, so if you don't want the behind the scenes to be spoiled for your kids, maybe don't listen with them, but it's not actually a person who's doing the flip. It is a dummy, essentially, that they have 
waited and fixed the trajectory for when he lets go of the swing. His legs spread out. He puts one hand in the air. He does a backflip and lands. Not a real person. Totally understand why. It's a small space. Seems a little dangerous to use a real person and launch him like that. But then he lands, and then technology gets online, tells Spider-Man that, hey, Tony Stark just called and said, go down and hang out with your friends. Spider-Man comes down, shows up on the ground, and you get to go get your picture opportunity with him. So really, that show, it's not very long. It's just a means to get Spider-Man down for the meet and greet. Still pretty fun. There is also a Captain America and Black Widow show where... Black Widow and Captain America are fighting Taskmaster to stop him, or her, I guess, from stealing the arc reactor from the Quinjet. That one's a little bit more of an actual show, longer than the Spider-Man one. And then there's also a Doctor Strange show, which is a magic show that is geared more towards, as far as the trick quality, It is geared towards more of a younger audience, but if you like Doctor Strange, it's still kind of fun. There's a surprise cameo in there. I won't spoil it. So three shows in all. You've got the Spider-Man stunt show, Captain America, Black Widow, and you've got Doctor Strange doing a magic show. So those are your live entertainment. I would also say that Avengers Campus was the best spot for character meet and greets between both Disneyland and Disney California Adventure. I noticed that Disneyland or California Adventure, most of the character meet and greets are they come out and you just kind of walk up at your leisure. You can take selfies with it. Uh, California Adventure with the Avengers Campus actually had lines to meet these characters. So the first character that I went and did the meet and greet with was Iron Man. And I would say that this was the best character meet and greet between both parks and even Disney World, I would say this is probably one of the best ones I've ever done for a couple reasons. First one being is that whoever is in the suit has the Iron Man helmet on. And there is a voice modulator inside the suit, so whoever's in there, when they talk, they sound like Robert Downey Jr. or they sound like Tony Stark. So I thought that was a really neat touch. And when they talk, it actually sounds like Tony Stark slash Robert Downey Jr., But even more than that, why I think this was the best character meet and greet I've done is one, they're still doing social distancing things at Disneyland. So you can't get right next to the characters, can't shake hands, can't put arms around them, can't do hugs, all that fun stuff. But for the fact that you do have to stand in front of a rope and be socially distanced from him, they made it very personal in the very quick amount of time you're there. And when I say that for me, for example, I was wearing my Captain America shirt. So he told me that he loved the shirt, said I was making the team look good. And he asked me who my favorite Avenger was, things like that. So we had a quick conversation before he leads into the picture. So it's very fast, but he does make it very personable for the quick amount of time you were there with him. So again, hands down, meeting Iron Man, one of the best character meet and greets I've done in all of Disney parks and all of my trips there. Also got to meet Captain America and Black Widow. That one was a little bit different. Cast members weren't offering to take pictures there, so struck a deal with the people in front of me. I took pictures of them. They took pictures of me. Not too hard to figure that out with people in line with you. And then they have other characters on top of Avengers Campus. So like Ant-Man came out on a balcony on top of the Avengers Campus. Uh, Black Panther came out. 
Captain Marvel came down to the Avengers Jeep where you could go take pictures with her. I didn't get my picture with her. But overall, again, the whole point of that story is character meet and greets are probably the best in the parks at Avengers Campus. So if you like the Marvel characters, it's a good spot to go get some pictures taken and chat with the characters for a few. And of course, there is Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. I don't do that ride because I can't handle the big drops. Maybe one day when my kids are all older, I'll do that one. So not a whole lot in Avengers Campus, but a lot to do, I would say. Like I said, I really didn't think about it in the moment, but I kept ending up back there. And even after I left and figured I was done at DCA, decided I was going back. So I rode Web Slingers three times, got my pictures with characters. I got I got an Avengers hat. I will say that for me personally, merchandise was a little lacking for, for Marvel stuff. But nonetheless, overall, really cool part of the park. If you like Marvel, it's a cool hangout spot. See a couple of shows, ride a couple of rides meet some of the Marvel characters. Overall, my favorite part of DCA with that renovation, that's the first time I got to go to it. But hope you enjoyed this review. Hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully it gave you some ideas of what to do on your next trip. I'm sure at some point, especially when I get into covering Marvel, I'll talk a little bit more about Avengers Campus and the ideas behind it and how it came to be. And I'm sure that'll end up being a whole full episode in itself. But otherwise, thanks for listening. We will be back next week with a full episode. And I hope you guys are doing well and talk to you again soon. That's it for this week's episode of Ashes and Will Do Disney. Don't forget, we need your mouse tails. If you have a funny, weird, exciting, or just a favorite Disney memory, send it to ashesandwilldodisney at gmail.com so we can read them on the show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ashes and Will Do Disney. This is a public group to follow. We're also on YouTube at Ashes and Will Do Disney. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening, and have a magical day!